At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. All right, today it's government by emergency. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but this uh, Governor Grisham in New Mexico, uh, she basically took it upon herself to uh, ban like open carry, concealed carry. Well, yeah, I mean, basically ban the Second Amendment. But it was more like, I mean, it was kind of limited. Like she, they, all the stories I see are like, she outlawed guns. Well, she didn't right. like outlaw guns, but she made it. But again, that's the same stupid shit. You can't carry in public. So criminals are going to still carry. And criminals people who carry. follow the law are going to be like, oh, well, no, I'm not. But all the sheriffs and stuff were like, I'm not going to do it. But what should oh, be more going to enforce it? That's what they said. And it's already actually been like overturned now. Like the courts were like, yeah, look, you crazy lady. You can't fucking do that shit. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that shit. Her, oh, you know, I heard that earlier this week and it drove me crazy. No, my oath isn't absolute. Yeah, I swore an oath to uphold the Constitution, but that's not like real. It's not a real thing. I tried to find video without stupid noise in the background, but you know how it is. You do what you can do. You know, I'm on a limited budget. I'm not, uh, you know, uh, I'm not the king of radio, right? I'm working on it. I tried Mm -hmm. to find some good shit for you, but that's the thing. So these people are like, oh, well, it's an emergency. So 
Now, we have a, a history way back to the beginning of people overstepping. Oh, wait. First, I have to make a disclaimer here. Um, if my power goes out or whatever, who knows? Like All this right. may just drop out in the middle and you'll be like, what the hell? Where'd they go? It's over. <laughs> and, and just, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. So the uh, apparently there's Tropical Storm Ophelia it is out doing its its worst to uh, to do us in here. And uh-huh. it's funny because I had just got Starlink set up and this is actually being broadcast through Starlink. And so it turns out there's like this thick layer of clouds over me. And uh, I, I don't claim to know everything about how satellites work, but I did go to space camp. So, I mean, there is that. Mm-hmm. Right, so, right. Bottom line, clouds, clouds could get in the way is the way I imagine it, right? I know uh-huh. I can't see the satellite with the clouds. <laughs> so I imagine my Starlink antennas having a problem right. connecting. Now, so if we get disconnected, just you be can just aware. Tweet, yeah, tweet at Elon Musk or it's X now, right? So what? They're called excretions. Excrete, is that what it is? Excrete at Elon Musk that Starlink isn't working and messed up your favorite podcast. All right. And and definitely note that it is your favorite podcast. That's that's <laughs> key to the whole argument, right? That mm-hmm. that way it really has a you know impact. But uh so it's funny because I checked it out and when I first got it, Starlink was like, Oh, look, uh I'd have between 175 meg and like 60 meg like as the satellite kind of rotated over like a a two minute period or something. Mm -hmm. But because I have so many trees, they're like, well, you have some obstructions. This is kind of, if you're watching it on the video, you can kind of check it out. There's a lot of tall pine trees around it. So that's not helping in their defense. Yeah. You got to cut all that stuff down, man. In the middle of a field Mm -hmm. or buy a like 150 foot pole. (laughs) <laughs> something I, I don't know what I gotta do, but I gotta do something. But they're like, oh, it may randomly drop out. So they did warn me, mind you, after I gave them 700 bucks, they warned me. Right. Like I thought, oh, you can look up and there's no trees above you. Satellites are in the <laughs> sky. Wait, yeah. what the fuck, right? So anyway, so I check it out today with the big storm, and I'm like, well, what's what's going on? What do I got? And Dude, it was like seven or eight meg. And I'm like, oh, God, that's going to suck. And I'm like, all right, well, don't worry. I have the one that comes through the freaking telephone wire that my old internet that I was using that averaged about right. 10 meg. That thing was like three meg download speed. And I'm like, oh, that's even worse. And I'm like, that's all right. I have the 5G phone with the hotspot. Let me check that. And that thing's like three meg download speed. And I'm like, come on. You know, <laughs> so nothing's working today as crappy as everything is it seems like starlink is putting out the best effort of all three so with that disclaimer out of the way now i can get you refocused back on task I, i know we don't even know what we're talking about anymore but i'll bring you up to speed so it's government by emergency and it turns out we have a long history of government by emergency. And it actually, I would say, started out with the Boston Massacre. Right? Right. I, right. I know you're saying I mean, that's Trump, wasn't really America. Right. It yeah. wasn't really America, but wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? I mean, you know, come yeah. on. I think you know where I'm going with this. All uh, right. In the 1770s, Boston was the most American place in the in the country. 
There you go. And so the bottom line, though, it started out as martial law, and we're going to talk about it. It's kind of shifted into something different. And we're going right. to talk about why and how they do this power grab and how it gets there. Um, you have questions, thoughts, things you want to add, make sure you're putting them in the comments. That way we can uh, check it out here. Bottom line, as, as Chris pointed out, it's tyranny, right? And that's, we, we don't need any, any, you know, stuff like that. So anyway, let's uh, jump into it. Kevin, martial law, you have some uh, kind of history. Yeah, here? so I wanted to uh, hit on it real quick. Real quick, um, in 17 or 1976, National, National Emergency Act was implemented, um, which gives various legal requirements regarding emergencies declared by the president of the United States. Basically, the president can declare an emergency whenever he wants and do whatever the fuck he wants. There you go. Like, there's like 173 different things that he can declare an emergency for and do with that emergency. So it's basically whatever he wants to do if there if if he decides there's an emergency or she, I suppose. Um like in a movie, she. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like in make believe America. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, you're uh, a horrible person. All right. So the first time martial law was declared was declared by Andrew Jackson. He was not a president and he was just a general. So just if you're not real familiar with American history, bring you up to speed. Uh, Andrew Jackson was uh, a war hero. He was an excellent general. It's a way also it, a genocidal yeah. maniac. Yes, that's what so, I was going to say. You were you said war hero. I was like, and a war criminal. Yeah, both <laughs> of those things. You know. Yeah. So during the war, of 1812, uh, large British force force decided they're going to go up the uh, the Mississippi River, capture. Um, New Orleans and Battle of New Orleans, 1814. And Andrew Jackson showed up, declared martial law, and that I'm doing the battle. And then he said he was just going to keep martial law until, you know, whenever, when the war ends or something like that. Or he feels like he wants to give up power. Yeah. You know, as all good tyrants do. Yeah. So that never, you know, never really went away. And after a while, everyone's like, wait a minute. Why are we still doing this? So a senator from Louisiana uh, wrote an article saying that, you know, it was basically illegal what Jackson was doing. So Jackson said straight to prison. So so a district judge said you either have to charge this senator with a crime or release him. So Jackson said straight to prison. Judge went (laughs) to jail, too. Everybody goes to jail. So that's, that's how that worked that's out. That's kind of the big problem with government by emergency. Yeah. So is that's what you end up with. Yeah, everyone just goes to prison. You got a problem with this? No, straight to jail. You can't do nothing about it. So basically after two months, he finally returned the uh, the the government back to the civilian government, the actual government. And uh, he was fined $1,000 for doing this. Uh, he was extremely wealthy, you know, he had owned like all the slaves, you know, if you're looking for somebody to blame uh, the slave trade on, he's, he's as good he's as anybody. Yeah. Um, but, but later on, uh, I think it was when he became president, he demanded that Congress refund him that thousand dollars with mm-hmm. interest. Mm-hmm. And they did. So basically what they said was it wasn't against the law, what you did. And apparently any general can just go into a city and declare martial law now because he set the precedent. 
do whatever the fuck you want. You got a military, you get an army, you're the boss now. Yeah. So it basically went from there to the Mormons in 1857. Now that was a whole big, we should probably do an episode on the on whole the Mormons? Mormon uprising. Well, yeah. no, like the whole war with, they, they actually kind of won. Like the government was like screwing with them and they uh-huh. raised up a Mormon army and the government was like, ah, eh, let's just leave that alone. And they just left. Like yeah. for you to actually stand up to the government and win, you kind of got to mm-hmm. be kind of tough. So yeah. they, they, they had something going back then. I'm not sure they have that going now, but, uh, then uh, later, 1861, Lincoln, Civil War. Um, and that seems legitimate, right? He was like, look, I can question and round up spies. And he also didn't like get completely crazy of, hey, I can do whatever I want and come in your house and steal your food. Right. He and, did, you know, like he we did do suspend now, right? the habeas corpus. So, you know, it's not pr- innocent till proven guilty. You don't have to be charged with something to be arrested. That was basically... Uh, what happened there. And I mean, if there's a war in the United States, then it would be reasonable that the military would be in charge, but not most people didn't think that, you know, the, the constitution or the declaration of independence, one of the big things in there was uh, taking over civilian governments with the military. That was one of the problems they had with George King George. So it was kind of a, kind of an issue. You know what I mean? People didn't, weren't in love with that that idea and honestly that's one of the reasons that uh um uh john wilkes booth shot him in the head you know it was i mean there are other issues there but that was one of the main things was that he was saying that lincoln was a tyrant not a president wasn't wasn't rightfully elected and was was ruling with an iron fist iron fist Mm -hmm. but yeah there was this whole jefferson davis thing something about that not a single Southern state voted for Lincoln and they didn't feel represented. That's mm-hmm. where you get that whole, not, you know, duly elected thing, whatever moving right along. So 1917 striking miners during world war one, they were kind of like, look, we can't not have power. Well, we're fighting a war and it mm-hmm. just, it, it made it a mess. So again, I'm not sure I would have been down for that. I'd yeah. Kind of Generally speaking. Stating, yeah. Generally speaking, the best way to take care of your uni- union problem is to kill all the union members. Sometimes it works out. I don't know if they're going to start killing the uh, the actors and the uh, writers that are on strike right now. Kill all the auto workers. I don't. I don't know. But I mean, generally, if you want to end a strike, you just shoot all of them. Yeah. So that that, that also works, you know, mm-hmm. right? Because people tend to do it again if you shoot the last guys. The new mm-hmm. guys are like, yeah. Like, like that's, you know, th- this mystery company that I work for, I know they tell us, they're like, oh, if you guys ever unionize here, we'll just close the plant and you can all go to hell, you know, like yeah. whatever, we don't care. Yeah. And that is kind of their attitude. Like they've, they've proven over and over that that's the, the MO there, you know, like right. oh, you come in and you're like, Hey, they're paying 10 bucks an hour more up the street. Good. Go. You're fired. Yeah. You know, Bye. it's like, there's no, Oh, you're valuable. Oh, we care. No, no. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then Pearl Harbor. Turns out we wanted to round up a bunch of people. Yep. I remember hearing about Japanese that. And put yeah. them in camps. So they were like, ah, it's a good time. Let's just do that. All right. Um, organized crime in Alabama. Now, 
that was 1918, and that was kind of the governor, and he did National Guard to help clean up organized crime. So there was this Phoenix City that they said was the wickedest city in America. And that's Alabama? And that was in Alabama, I believe. And they basically had a uh, a guy running for attorney general, and he was like, hey, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to clean this up. So they just went and assassinated him. And the government was like, all right, maybe we should help out and kind of, you know, slow that down. So that was kind of the end of martial law. And I don't think we'll ever technically see it again. Maybe like from governors. Now you're, you're like, Chuck, what do you mean? The government's going to have lots of power grabs. Yes, I agree with you, but let's talk about it. So here's the thing. Martial law is when you want to kind of bring in the military and enforce right. stuff. So, yeah, it's specifically the military running the government or in charge of, of right. keeping the peace, right? Hence the whole martial thing. Right. Right. But here's the problem. It turns out the government was like, I, I, I don't know if this was the conversation in the room, but this is definitely the end result. They were like, hey, you know, 9-11, everything's scary. Let's do the Patriot Act. And when they did the Patriot Act, we created the Department of Homeland Security. And they said, what we'll do is we'll employ enough people that it's like an army and we'll end up, give them all the weapons, all the training and all the authority to do whatever the hell they want. Mm -hmm. And then we won't have to use the military because we'll be like, yeah, they're like police. Don't even yeah. worry about it. <laughs> and, and that's security pretty is. much so now you have homeland security we don't need martial law we got yeah, homeland, homeland security, security is, is probably the scariest organization in the united states it used to be the cia and the nsa but not anymore yeah now and that's that's kind of so again once again my point of government by emergency that's the patriot act right the patriot act ended up you know, coming in and the government just took all of the powers that they want. Now, and of course, you know, it was the evil Republicans that brought us the Patriot Act, you know, the ones uh -huh. who say they stand for freedom. But yep. then the Democrats were like, this is ridiculous. We can't have this. And then when they were in power, it was about to expire. And they were like, well, yeah, yeah we better, sign we that better do it. Up. Just, you know, because terrorists and freedom, <laughs> and, yeah. and we, we just need it. And then so they renewed it. And it actually got renewed a bunch of times and everybody like kept getting hammered when they voted for it, both Democrats and Republican. Uh, and I think after renewing it like five times, I think it has officially expired, but here's the beauty. They had already put everything in place and they were like, yeah, even though it's technically illegal for us to keep spying on people, let's just do it anyway. Right. And so, like, there was a lot of really shady stuff that they worked out, too. So the NSA, one of the, the Patriot Act things, was like, hey, we can record and save every phone call and all the information. But then what we're going to do is we'll just use it when we want it. Well, when the Patriot Act went away, they were like, yeah, you really kind of can't do that anymore. So then they were like, wait a minute. How about a, we make AT&T and Verizon and Comcast and everybody else record and save everything and we right. won't have it, 
but then as soon as we want it, we'll call them up and we'll be like, hey, can you guys right. give us that? Because so that will do be it for totally us. good. And yeah. that's basically what they did. Now, technically, it's voluntary. However, all the companies that I just mentioned do it anyway. It's mm-hmm. voluntary. But if you give the government everybody's personal business, which they don't have anything to lose, right? Mm-hmm. If you give everybody's business to the government, then the beauty is the government is going to share everything they collect and get from the other people back with you. Like it goes into a big pool mm-hmm. and everybody and, can take it and everybody can take a dip. And that way you can like target for advertising or find out where the deadbeat bill payer is, or, you know, I don't know what their logic is, what they gain out of it, but they seem to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, 2018, we had the CISA act, which C I S a, and it's cyber information, uh, some word that I can't read after I wrote <laughs> your um, own spelling, huh? Something act. Yeah. Cyber yeah. information, something with security an S. Act. Yeah. Security. That sounds right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. First try. Um, and that's with the companies volunteering to share. And like I said, AT&T, they also had the USA Freedom Act. Now, they actually, they call that a backronym. So what it is, is, yeah, yeah, you're thinking acronym. I know that one. That's when, like, you make the word all mean something. But this is uh, where you kind of do it backwards, where you take the word first, and then you kind of fit. Oh, and then fill it in. Into, yeah. <laughs> so here's what we got. The, it, it's the U.S. Freedom Act. So you have uniting, strengthening, fulfilling, rights, ending eavesdropping no i don't know if that's like rights ending or uh-huh, if it's right rights and, and then eavesdropping. eavesdropping yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I i like to think that it's right ending but you mm-hmm. know whatever um but it's funny because it goes ending eavesdropping and then dragnet collection right after that and you're like wait we're ending eavesdropping but then we're so i i think they must mean right ending and people yeah. Yeah, are like freedom. Yeah, that, that's what that yeah. sounds like. And then freedom so it's ending. right. So D and then online monitoring act. And I'm like, oh, that yeah. sounds I like really a stretch, man, to make that a make that any kind of real real <laughs> thing, man. That US Freedom Act, huh? Yeah, freedom. That's, that all now, sounds preposterous. That sounds like some shit that your school made up, you know, that your second grade teacher made up on the spot and yeah, that's, that's it. It's good. Yeah. Now somebody, uh, Chris actually just pointed out, you know, that, uh, Liberty safe. I mean, that really fit with the whole corporations and being down for, you know, helping out the government for apparently no reason. Now it's funny. Cause like, I kind of was like, I, I thought that Apple kind of did a reasonable amount of, you know, blowback with the government of we don't really want to help you break into somebody's phone. And right. I thought it was reasonable. I, I don't expect my cell phone to really be all that secure. I hate to say it. I mean, you're kind yeah. of, you shouldn't trust that, but if you're a freaking safe company, are you kidding me? Like you're like, Hey, you know, we'll give you this big, super secure safe. And they're so secure. Look at us, drop it off buildings and, and burn down houses around it. And it all worked yeah. out. And then they're like, yeah, but I mean, like if somebody asked for the combination, we'll like give it to them. Yeah. I mean, there's that. 
Yeah. And you're, you're like, wait. And the thing is, they're like, well, it's the government. And I'm like, yeah, but that's who I bought the safe to keep out. Yeah. Like, I'm more Trump, when you read government. the word liberty safe, oh, it seems yeah. like anytime they were use the words like liberty or freedom or patriot, it means like the opposite of that shit. Yeah. The Freedom Act, the Patriot yeah. Act, all that shit is the opposite of what it actually means. Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's insane. Um, but but that's the thing is, and then you're gonna turn on me like that, and I just I I can't get behind that. I mean, I don't. I I thought they were impressive. They were. I. It's funny. I'd keep seeing them on sale, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'd do that one," you know. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not, you know. Their regular full prices are pretty intense, and and I'm pretty cheap. Like you probably didn't know that about me, but <laughs> I'm pretty cheap. You, you could ask my wife; she'll tell you. But that's the thing. So the uh, the um, just a safe company giving your information to the government is insane. Like that's the most likely person to come and take my guns. Like right. a criminal out on the street, the ATF, the local sheriff, whatever. Actually, my local sheriff's pretty cool. But, you know, the sheriff in the next county, he definitely wants to come take my guns. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's whatever. My, my Democratic governor, um, you know, the, these different things. These people want to get my guns. And if you're going to call yourself Liberty Safe and you're going to want to look like, if you're just going to be a safe company, you know, dude, they had to have tanked themselves. I don't see them recovering from this. Like yeah. you just got to kind of close up shop and, and, and rename you know, that shit. Start over. Yeah. yeah change dude, it to freedom yeah. safes and do the same shit. I may as well get made in China safe. Cause whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. <laughs> um, all right. So no longer eavesdropping, uh, openly collecting data. Yeah. That's it. You know, it's fair. It's like, mm-hmm. like the war on drugs where we smuggle the drugs. Yeah. That's what uncle whiskey had to throw in there. It's, you know, yeah. Same thing. War on terror. Yeah. Or Hey, yeah. when we went after the guns and so we started opening the borders and forcing, dude, I was listening to some of that. They actually, right. So again, it was government overreach. There's an emergency. So we have to make this gun running program where we let the guns go so we can track down the cartels. So they had a, it was a guy actually I saw on like Glenn Beck or something. He was a former um, ATF guy. And he's like, yeah, I was with that whole fast and furious thing. And, you know, he goes, they, they had us certain gun stores where we specifically told them, even though they wouldn't have sold the guns to the people that go ahead and do it. Cause we want to see where those guns go. Mm-hmm. And they kept checking in saying, Hey, this is wrong. We're not comfortable with this. No, you have to do it. Let the guns go. And you know, we'll, we want to trace them guys like, all right, no problem. Then no shit. After they were like, Hey, this guy, most of the guns came from this one gun store and they actually like arrested the guy and shut him down. Classic, classic. The guy's like, he's like, I went to my supervisor and I'm like, no, I have all this evidence. Like we told the guy to do it. And they were like, no, Mm. no, that's just let it go. He's, he's a criminal. And you're like, yeah, this is the problem. That's the thing. Like I keep hearing, well, we need the government Cause they do do some good and like, we wouldn't have like, Oh, I heard the argument from a guy the other day. He's like, well, you know, there would be 
poisonous food getting out. It all be botulism and bad and whatever. And I'm like, so we need the government looking out for it. So we don't get things like all the other countries ban, like uh, high fructose corn syrup. That's really bad for right. us. And all the other things that wait, the government's actually paying and promoting. Did you know that do. there's no, there's no regulation on butane in your food? Like, uh, the Who cooking spray and shit, that's full of butane. You just spray that shit all over your pan, you're good. It's, you know, people are like, well, they do so much good. And I'm like, they really don't. They don't. So they don't. check this out. Let me, let me upset it things you. Expensive. Let, let me upset you a little bit more. And here's just like, you need to be informed. There is a freaking, now you can Google this. Um, and it turns out you can read it on Congress's website. The CIA had a whistleblower come forward. Now, again, just because somebody says it's true doesn't mean that it is. Like, I mean, we have these guys with the aliens. I don't really know. But we're, that's another, We I might touch on that in a minute. But either way, there was a whistleblower who came in and he said, look, the committee who investigated where the coronavirus came from and that told America emphatically that Absolutely, it did not come from a lab in China, right? They were like, nope, it didn't. We investigated it. It didn't happen. Yeah, not from so that there bad. were seven investigators. Six of them were bribed by the CIA, according to the whistleblower. Now, to say that. Right. Six, now, first of all, government officials on a like investigation committee, are that easy to bribe that you can get six out of seven? Turns out. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, when I see people that get bribed and to do like nasty shit, they don't even get that much money. Now, there's yeah, a, yeah, oh, there's 20 a, grand, 20 yeah, grand. There was a, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, whatever. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah, I don't there's know a, how much uh, FBI agent that was arrested for leaking secrets to, I think it was to Russia a couple of years back. And they gave him like $160,000 worth of diamonds. Like 160,000, that's enough to like trade out your country and, eh, you know, betray everybody, you know, yeah, yeah. not that, that much. That yeah. Senator, uh, Senator just got, uh, uh, indicted for, uh, I think it was a democratic Senator from New Jersey okay. uh, just a couple of days ago, got indicted for, um, uh, for, well, they've, he, he was taking bribes and they found $450,000 worth of cash in his house, like hidden under in his fucking digit. underwears right. and his underwear drawer and right. shit. Like, I mean, all right, that's a legitimate amount of money, you know, but also fuck you, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Fuck well, who you. is, what who is the one dick. with it in the foil in the freezer? Oh yeah. Who was that way back? He was a Jesse Jackson's too. son, right? Oh no. Yeah. Then that's a different one, but <laughs> another uh, one with foil to, in the freezer. I used to go to, I used to go to customers houses when I do like the fridge repair and there'd be like the foil wrap money in the freezer. It'd be like all the old timers. And yeah. this would be like, you know, like probably 500 bucks or, you know, I don't know. Right, right. It wasn't, yeah, there. it wasn't, right. it cash. wasn't stacks, you know, big bricks, but yeah. they'd be all embarrassed that, oh, 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 that's, don't worry about that. And I'm like, I yeah. know what that is. Yeah, we don't even, you're good. Yeah, like, don't worry know. about it, buddy. It, it happens. You know, you uh -huh. gotta, you gotta take the bribes where you can get them. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, all along. So the bottom line though, the government just is like, hey, you know, it's really important. Um, they said, actually, as far as the, the COVID thing, that Fauci, he did not say that Fauci knew about the people being bribed. But they said that, or I guess it's Fauci, that Fauci 
did know that it came from the the, the CIA. Lab, the se- no, the secret lab. Oh, from the lab. From yeah. the lab. And they were like, but he just was like, well, whatever. But he wasn't, or, or, he didn't have anything to do with gain of function research. That's what he said right, until they proved right. the opposite of that. Right. But and that's what also, they said. Remember Tucker Carlson came out and in the very beginning, they knew that the vaccine really wasn't that effective. They knew that masks weren't that effective. And there's emails back and forth saying that. Like, it's not like they saw a report. It's like, hey, we know it's not effective, but we need to do something. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you have to do something, Kevin. It's really important that you do something. Yeah, I got the jab. And then I got COVID afterwards. (laughs) And then you get COVID. It's like, get out of here. The the whole, so COVID, giant emergency. Hey, shut down the country. We need to, you know, make sure that, it's an emergency. It's an emergency. And basically they did force, you know, a lot of schools, they were completely, you know, Hey, your kids can't come to school unless, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. or they shut down, you know, completely right. New York became a straight tyrant state after COVID. I don't know. How are you guys now yeah. with the new COVID uh, coming here? And eh, nobody really gets nothing yet. Anymore. Nobody cares. Yeah, they got tired right. of that shit. I mean, they did. I mean, it was New York was like, a seriously a police state for for a good solid six months they did force all those restaurants to close all the all businesses, everything you know, closed yes yeah. schools like, were closed the only right. thing that was that was open was like emergency stuff which is uh gas stations grocery mm. stores and liquor stores well, there you go that's the emergency essential, <laughs> essential liquor yep. store right uh-huh no, but that's that's the thing too. Remember, and all the essential workers were people that make minimum wage. Anybody that was making like seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, not essential. Nah. But that that kid that bags your groceries, essential. Yeah. Fuck Dude, that kid. I hope he gro- dies from COVID. COVID, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, coughing uh, on you, whatever. They don't care. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, dude. It was brutal. And I mean, New York was insane. Where they're like, oh. We can't send ambulances out. Somebody's dying of a heart attack, whatever. Nope. Ignore them. Yeah. They can't help them. We can't do those. They're COVID deaths. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's insane. So that's my worry though, is they, they basically write these loopholes in where they can do whatever they feel they need to do, you know, and just, Hey, we're going to take power because it's an emergency. So how do you prepare for something like that? Well, basically, it's really important that you learn to take care of yourself, right? So first, they shut down all the stores. They shut down your travel, right, with COVID early on. Um, the Boston uh, Marathon. Remember how they, you know, shut down Boston. Nobody's going Lockdown. anywhere. Lockdown. Yeah. They're pointing guns if you look out your window. So how could you put yourself in a better position? Well, well, you need to make sure that you have some food supply that, I mean, I'm talking about your minimum of two weeks or something that you're, you know, a lot of people have that mindset of, well, I just have to outlast my neighbors, right? Cause they're not going to like have us all rotting and dying in our house, right. but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the first ones to go. Right. Right. So that mindset, having like two weeks of food and water in your house, already puts you further than everybody else. Yeah, way ahead of everybody else. But let's think about even more long-term, like COVID. 
you know, we couldn't get paper towels. We couldn't get toilet paper. We couldn't get a lot of basic medicine. You couldn't get hand sanitizer. You couldn't get cold and flu stuff at first. There was mm-hmm. like all Soap kinds was of hard weird, to come by right? too. So yep. any of that stuff was like really tough. And that lasted a long time. It was more than two weeks that yeah. you ended up, you know, needing to supply your own stuff. And by being a prepper, you need to actually plan ahead a little bit. I mean, it's kind of what we do, right? That that's the difference. That's where, you know, you separate yourself um by having the supplies that you can carry on. And the same thing, I mean, you could look at it other ways like, hey, maybe they're going to make it that I can't buy handguns. Maybe they're going to make it that, you know, AR15s are illegal. If that's something that you feel is important to your family's safety, maybe these are things that you get while you can, mm-hmm. right? Um some people would have even made the argument that doing the 80% ones where everybody didn't know about it would have maybe been something nice that, hey, maybe it's not on a list to be taken away from you. Yeah. Some people might make that argument. I'm just saying like in a movie I, or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like something yeah, like, like that. We don't yeah. know those people. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard stories. Um, buying ammo, right? Having enough ammo in your house to last would maybe be a prepper thing. But also, it's simpler things. It's keeping your fuel tanks reasonably full, having mm-hmm. gas for your generator. Um, I have a, a, a diesel tractor, and I keep like four or five gallon cans of diesel because one diesel stores, and I only right. use about like five gallons a year. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like eh. you get want to make sure it stores, yeah. You just, a a tractor freaking just goes and goes on diesel. Like I'll go, it's funny if like I'm tilling or something, it kind of burns through, but I got to say it, it really, all the other basic moving basic stuff. I mean, just having pallet forks or whatever, you know, people don't think, but like if you had a 55 gallon drum and maybe gas was cheap and in some States you could maybe fill it with gas in that 55 gallon drum. So you Mm -hmm. put that thing on a pallet, you can lift it up in the air and it'll gravity feed down. If you had a nozzle worked in there, right into something, maybe you do that kind of thing with water. Maybe you have a little hill or a little pallet lift that you put, you know, your stuff on. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying hypothetically. Right. But the point is having cash, right? Perhaps the day could come where we go to a digital currency. I know people are talking about that and people might not be able to have cash on hand. You know, we had this stupid coin shortage thing they tried out. Like, I don't even know what the hell that was about or what they're doing. I still (laughs) see people are like, Oh my God, you have cash. What are we going to do? And I'm like, get out of here. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a slim chance that having a lot of cash on hand could backfire on you. But I feel like if you had like two grand, you'd be able to get rid of that. I I don't see a scenario where it's really going to backfire on you where you can't unload your two grand or put it back in the bank. Yeah. Now, if you had 450,000 in your freezer, that see, that's a little bit harder to, to work back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Two grand and hundred dollar bills. That's not that much. You can get rid of that. Yeah. You can stick that in a, in an envelope under, uh, you know, in your, in your, uh, Incoming mail mailbox. I got a little mailbox in my house where I put all the bills and shit that I don't want to look at. You just stick it in there with the with the cash. But I mean, you can hide that that kind of money easy. When you get into that four hundred fifty thousand, though, 
you, they said they were finding it everywhere. <laughs> dirty, right. dirty clothes, hampers, bathroom underneath the sink, all sorts of shit. You got to hide that all over the, you got to spread that around a little bit, that, that 450. Right. But, um, now, you know, slow burn put in the comments about how, you know, DOD and everybody was like, Oh, you're an essential worker. You have to go to work. He actually put, or he would be picked up and taken to work and housed. So that doesn't sound good, but that's the thing. That's that whole government doesn't sound good at all. I I lived in some government housing when I was in the Navy. Mm -hmm. Not, it's not the A1 communications or uh, accommodations. <laughs> sorry, wrong word yeah. there. That uh, you might expect, you know. So yeah, we were talking about the, the Japanese earlier. Yeah, uh, in the in the they weren't they weren't uh, concentration camps. camps, internment camps. That's government housing too. You know, it's government housing. You know, we're yeah. looking for you. You know, we're just afraid that you're picking up and sharing secrets. You know, we're looking out for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's one of those things, man, that you can't trust these motherfuckers one bit. Yeah. Don't trust those motherfuckers at all. Yeah. No, I definitely had an essential worker letter in my car that I I was supposed to carry around because they were like, we're afraid they're going to restrict traffic. And that's the thing. I mean, they were talking about making it that nobody could leave their house. Just the fact that they thought that that was on the table should concern you. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, why those are the days though i i really missed that when everything was locked down i still had to go to work and there was no traffic i didn't have i wasn't yelling out the window at people i wasn't honking the horn and riding people's asses and every other month you just got two grand in the bank account or six grand that you didn't know about you're like hey whatever you know Uh uh-huh yeah i was still working so i got that all that extra cash that just went to cocaine and hookers right who hasn't seen that yep (laughs) kevin it's a sad day for America, but no, that's my point though. So that is a big reason of why we need to prepare. And the government is happy to take away your rights at any moment when the emergency comes. Like I said, I don't expect it'll be martial law, but if you go around New York city and you see the guys out in the streets with the M 16s and whatever on the street corner, M four, a ones, whatever you want to, you know, whatever they are now. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's the thing, you know, you'll see it out there, but you know, work with us. All right. I'm just saying, maybe step up your prepping game, maybe start to take care of your own needs. You know, that's really where that farming learning to, you know, grow your own food and that's all right. You know, not everybody is in an area where you can grow your own food, but that's when you need to start stockpiling. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Make sure you have a plan for water. And to be honest, make sure you have a plan for heat and energy. You know, if you have some kind of solar thing. Now, maybe you're the guy who's totally cool with no electricity. And you might be, and that's okay. But make sure you have a plan in place that you're going to be able to carry on and not be dependent. I think it's so much more a possibility that we're going to be in a place where inflation's out of control, where, you know, it's just hard to get to work, hard to keep a job, hard to, you know, take care of your family. than you know, that actual SHTF apocalypse zombies, you know, right. Neighbors coming, whatever. But I think that your neighbors wanting to steal from you because they don't have money or food for their family. 
I think that hard to keep a job, hard to get a decent paycheck or a paycheck that will actually buy stuff at the store. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're all seeing ridiculous inflation right now as much as they're telling us it's getting better. Every time I go to the store, it's more than, you know, it was the time before. Right. It's getting insane. And these Mm -hmm. are things that we can actually prepare for as preppers, you know, and even if you're like, well, now it's all super expensive. Well, to be honest, dude, it's going to keep getting more. Expensive. Yeah, it's going to be more super expensive. <laughs> and and that's the problem. People are like, oh, I don't want to buy now. Everything's high. It's going to kind of keep going. Um, mm-hmm. I do think real estate might take a turn as interest rates go up where it goes down a little bit. Maybe buying housing isn't the the trick, but the rest of it, you know, hey, look for ways and maybe if you don't have money, usually if people aren't making money, they have time. And if you have time, you can do the research and find alternative ways to take care of yourself. Or maybe you can help other people who can make some money and take some, you know, assist them by giving them more time by cutting their lawn or doing whatever it is you do. You know, I don't know. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's, that's definitely a good way to prepare yourself is, is working on your skills, uh, like sl- slow burner and uncle whiskey. You're talking about having, having backup tools, uh, having your equipment set up, have an extra chain for your chainsaw, have an extra handle for your ax. All that stuff is, is good stuff to have on hand, you know, and buy it now. Cause it's only getting, it's getting more expensive every week. Guys, I'm getting closer to the sawmill. So, yeah, no, I'm with you. And, mm-hmm. hey, maybe you start raising those rabbits, right? I got them going on. Got my bunny, baby bunnies. Yeah. Another couple of weeks, they might make it to freezer camp. I mean, it's yeah. everyone's excited, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying that might be a thing. I got mm-hmm. it. Turns out I had a few more boys than I thought I did. So, oh, yeah. You got it. Might be a lot of freezer camp. You yeah. Know, you got to ditch them. So, anyway. Things are getting brutal out there. Uh, I think we're going to have a a quick after show after this, but uh, I appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, you know, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, Comments on wherever you download the podcast. We appreciate it. If you wanted, you could support us on Patreon at patreon.com slant prepping badass. Over there, you sign up. Uh, We have a bunch of different levels. $10 a month actually gets you a... uh, uh, I believe a cool coffee mug, uh, kind of like the one that I'm drinking out of right now, except you can't see it. Looks something like something that. like I that. I, I am totally nice. not coordinated, but uh, <laughs> anyway, the yeah. uh, they also have uh, a you know a uh, t-shirt, all kinds of different stuff. Actually, if you wanted to get some badass gear but weren't really down for the Patreon commitment, you might want to check out uh preppingbadass.com there's a link for badass gear we also have an email list you can sign up there um i don't really send out a lot of emails but Mm, but you can email us most people at gmail.com at gmail.com yeah most people actually look for an email list where they don't get any emails so Mm -hmm. in a way it's It's the best kind it's the best kind of email list (laughs) that's the best that's one of my favorite kinds right (laughs) i mean unless you have something cool but I don't know. That's it. I keep waiting for something awesome. But I also figure when they shut us down and boot us off YouTube, then you're going to be like, oh, I got that email. Now I know to go to Odyssey or wherever else right. it is that you know people are doing up. these days. So keep that in mind. But with that, stay safe and 
We will talk to you guys next week. Places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. The most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.